listeners. You're listening to Vicious Cycle, the only comedy podcast about periods. You. I am your copeless Meg Trowbridge. I'm Meg Hayes. I'm Kate Elston. You know how we did that so seamlessly? Because we're in the same room and Kate pointed. I pointed this time. Because when you point on a computer, you can't tell who you're no, pointing to. No, exactly. You point <laughs> at yourself and you look ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> Let's hold hands. Hi, I love you. Hi, I oh, love you. Hi. hi. I'm using a hand to hold my mic, so I'm right. elbowing Meg Hayes. Thank you. I and don't it feel feels love good. Feel good. Still, it won't get old. It really And won't. then I touched her face. Oh, well... I love being in the same room as you two. Because, listeners, you may have noticed that when we interview people uh, that aren't here, Mm -hmm. we do continue to do Zoom, which is a good thing of the pandemic. Yeah. We've been able to now talk to anybody. I mean, dare I say we've mastered the Zoom podcasting technique? Oh, I think so. I think so. Although we did just realize that Zoom allows you to save the files separately. Separately. So we did not know that. We've not been doing that. And we're asking a lot of our guests beforehand. Thank you, guests. guests. Um, But yeah, today, this is just a good old bleed search episode. It's we been like forever. It's been a long it's time. It's been on the bleedia is what it is. It's been on the bleedia, which we haven't done since season one. And I think you have a song for it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, what was our song? It was on the bleedia. Or no, did I... We had two. We had two. On the bleedy, uh, oh, 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 on the bleedy, uh, oh, 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 on the bleedy, uh, bleedy, And then you were thinking Regina. Regina Spectres, um, on the bleedy, uh, oh, on the bleedy, uh, oh, on the bleedy, oh, on the bleedy, oh, oh, yeah, well, see here. If you're a noob listener, uh, we this have is a lot of bits. Multiple songs for <laughs> so everything. Many bits. So many bits. So many bits. Many of which are not that great. Yeah, but we, but love we them. hold on to them because yeah. They've Do done you this guys remember? Far. I was just talking a old old episode and like reading through old episodes. Do you remember our segment? Can I talk about something? Oh my god, I forgot about that. I bring that back. Was it just? It was basically another read my labias. <laughs> it was just no, se- no, no. It was just, was a just segue. No. It was just like, can I talk about something? Blisters. Like it was just like no. It, but it was also like, can I talk about something? What happened? Like it wasn't even a, a thing I was mad about. It was just let's talk about. No, it. Was literally, <laughs> I need to it talk was, about something. It was just having a conversation. Yeah, it was. <laughs> we needed it. As a we segment. needed it. Did I ever tell you guys about the time? Like there are certain moments in your life where you realize you're an idiot. And what? Impossible. <laughs> and there was like? a time when, like, for instance, there was a time when I basically invented voicemail because I said to yes, myself, yes, yes, yes. I had a phone that didn't have, it was like early, before iPhones, and it had email, but it was really hard to reach. Mm. You could kind of get to it, but it took forever. And I could see that I had a, a message in my Yahoo inbox <laughs> in course. like 2004. And I couldn't, no, maybe 2007. And I couldn't <laughs> get to it. And I was like, God, I just wish there was a way that like someone could, like leave an email but like vocally so they'd call your phone and like vocally leave I'm describing voicemail voicemail so I did the same thing with a friend uh where we were sitting around we're like what should we do like we're bored let's play a game and I go oh I have a game okay you say something like you talk about a story or something that happened to you okay and then Something that you say will make me think of something that happened to me, and I will then talk about it. And she goes, Kate, you've just described having a conversation. Yeah, but this is called Can I talk about something? <laughs> this 
last one's called Can I Talk About Something, please? <laughs> anyway. God, I had a I had a big old cider before starting, so Ew. I'm feeling it. We're feeling saucy. Love it. Um, anyone have a period yeah. update? Okay. Okay. Wow. <laughs> Meg just cried. Um, she just had a thousand yard stare. I'm excited <laughs> to say I tried period company undies. Who cool. are our next week's guests? Yes. yes. So that's very exciting. And I didn't leak on my sheets, which oh, was very congratulations, exciting. Congratulations, Meg. Um, laying last night in bed, <laughs> like I could feel blood bubbling out of my vulva. Mm. Yep. <laughs> like it was yeah. like, yeah. You know, it's kind of like a toot, but you're tooting out blood through your It's like yeah, a vagina hole. Queef. Yeah, it's like a queef. And, so, and is it or is it just like kind of clots that feel bubbly? I don't know. Well, but I did post real graphic, on our Instagram that it felt like I had a geyser between I love my that. legs. Yeah. Old faithful. Yeah. Old faithful. Um, so that was an interesting new fun thing to learn about my period nice. we're That's, on year three so you yeah. like almost you were like, like you were like simmering on the on the stove mm, yes a exactly. roiling it was boil a <laughs> 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 rolling boil. <laughs> <laughs> how do i turn it down how do I <laughs> remove from heat <laughs> keep on low and also so meg does that mean you are currently blacording i am blacording hey congrats. congrats thank you what you know what? We sing? did have songs for that, but I'm over. I'm over those songs. Okay, well, yeah, so we need you know? new songs. Yeah, well, thank you. We, we need a new blackcording song. We need like well, it, it needs to be, be like season five new. Yeah, it's like uh, blackcording. Oh uh, yeah, like that. Just we are <laughs> we are blackcording. Let's lay down the track. Oh uh, oh yeah, look <laughs> you uh 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 blackcording. Hip publish. <laughs> it's perfect, <laughs> guys. Again. Cider, guys. I okay, we're the recording song is in the works. <laughs> that was <laughs> not <laughs> it. <laughs> but are we keeping? <laughs> or are you <laughs> keeping? Why I cried and read my labias? Because those, 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 those are classics. Those are classics. But, but uh, the recording never really did it for me. The okay, we got to do a new one. It needs to be. I mean, I feel like we were on the right track with a sort of like. Ah, yeah. Maybe that's just all it is. We just go. Oh yeah. Ah, you know, I have a lot of religious song <laughs> background. I'll get you a new one. Don't you worry. Because we have. I mean, I do like the the open opening heaven's gates to say sure. how I'm, I'm bleeding. <laughs> You're currently <Ola>. bleeding. <laughs> nice. Well, I don't have any still yet. Not still bleeding. Not Shocked. Um, six months postpartum mm. and not bleeding. Um, but. I have had just weird dreams, and I'm not going to go into my dreams. I'm not going to talk about my dreams, but I will say you guys we will appreciate do a, this. Can we do flow? Let's go through your dreams. I mean, wow. You can read my. I don't remember them most of the time because I just, you know, I'm not sleeping great because you kind of are always like at this like stage where am I going to wake up from the baby, and then you have really weird dreams. And I had a dream. I don't remember it, but I had a. I fall asleep watching Arrested Development a lot of the times. Mm. And we've been listening as a as a podcast. We all enjoy the podcast Smartless. Yes. yes, which has Jason Bateman and Will Arnett and Sean Hayes. It's a white guys interviewing other white guys about Lauren Michaels. About Lauren usually. Michaels. <laughs> yeah. yeah, like it's truly not exciting podcast. But I love hearing love comics talking to other comics. Yeah, and so Jason Bateman's been in my. Psyche and I mm. had like a sex dream about him. I don't remember what. I love it. But I I went on a bike ride this morning and put on Smartless, and all of a sudden I was like, you know how you know Jason. you had a dream about somebody, but you can't remember what. Yeah. I don't remember what it was, but it was 
something hot and heavy with uh. Jason Bateman. So that's I mean, my update. Wow. Because m- more than his face, it's his voice that does it for me. Yeah. He's got a good face. Oh, for sure. Yeah. But boy, do I love that Jason mm. Bateman voice. He's got a good body. He's too. funny. He's like, like he's he's, he's fit and he's very funny. Yeah. Got a he's good funny. head of hair, mm-hmm. you know, which is mm-hmm. like kind of you know, yeah. put your pants in it. Yeah. Tug it around. All right. Wow. I, I'm now getting a little steamy. In Sorry. Here. Why don't we go to what's your update? Uh, I had some bleedage, but I'm not recording. Um, kind of like somewhat easygoing. And yeah, it's been front of the mill. Mehe got me um, reusable products. She got me some more uh, reusable pads nice. and some Purico undies because she loves me. Nice. And they didn't fit. They're a little, <laughs> they're a little big in the tush. Um, but I imagine on a heavy period, it's going to be like heaven. So I think, but then I think maybe I'll order a couple pairs that are a size down too for those like, they're nice and affordable. Yeah. Yes. That's great. Okay. Well, this is a good plug for next week's episode where we are interviewing the founders of period co, which is a new reusable period undie situation. Yes. Very size inclusive, very cost eco-friendly. Yes. Very eco-friendly. We have a really fun conversation with them next week. So yeah. stay tuned for they that. They have some incredible leaking stories. They do. Oh on crowd. Very good. Honestly. Yeah. One of the best we yes. heard. Love it. Is there any Patreon updates we should do? Oh, well, since you brought it up, um, Let's get an update on how Patreon is going for, for our listeners. Well, first and foremost, you should know that we are now making $54 a month. Oh, yeah. Uh, thank you. We've got five dedicated patrons, and we love them each. So just to remind folks at home, we've got five tiers. And when you join our third, fourth, or fifth tier, you get a shout out on the pod. Um and so the way we'll be shouting out, it's a, a one-time acrostic poem reading um, <laughs> to show you how much we appreciate you, how special you are, um, how unique and powerful you should feel, and how much you are benefiting our podcast. Um, so this first shout-out goes to our first high-level patron whose name is Melinda. Here's an acrostic we wrote just for you. Just in case people forget, acrostics are when you like write words based on the letter of each in the name. You it's know a what type I mean? of poem. It's a type of poem. Are we doing ASMR right now? Because this is working for me. <laughs> You're so easy. <laughs> You're such an easy get. Um, okay, so here is Melinda's acrostic. Menstruator extraordinaire, literally incredible, never disappoints America. She never does. And she never Ugh, will. Never will. We, yeah. we, and if you're not American, Classic. Melinda, yeah. you, I just then, want you to know, volumes. Yeah. you never disappoint us. Yeah. You never disappoint America. You never disappoint Australia. That's right. Never disappoint Austria. Wow. You never disappoint <laughs> Armenia. Afghanistan. <laughs> you never disappoint Argentina. Yeah. There it is. Burma, Belize. No, just kidding. We're really going off the rails now. (laughs) You never disappoint 
Algeria. Wow. Wow. Kate is a lot of Angola. Okay. Let's keep going. Wait. You never Algeria. Did you we said that. We just had that. You never dis- Andorra. Okay. Ooh. Okay. Good one. You never disappoint Angola. I just said that. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> you never disappoint Andorra. Okay. You never disappoint America North, comma North. <laughs> you never or comma South or comma Central. Central. You never disappoint. Albania. Damn it. Yes. Good one. Yeah, was okay. Good. Okay. Okay. There's got to be another one in there. We'll come back to it. We'll circle back. <laughs> we'll dedicate. We'll Google <laughs> so it and dedicate the last 10 minutes. <laughs> um, would anyone like to read the next acrostic? This one goes out to someone who has joined our. So Melinda is a super uh, patron. Aaron is a super plus. Super plus. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. And the generosity is not unnoticed. Okay. No. (laughs) Estrogenius. Right? (laughs) Yes. Naturally. Estrogenius. Right? Right? Yes. Naturally. Wow. Wow. That was incredible. Wow. I'm the performer of the group. <laughs> if you didn't know. She's got instincts. I haven't been she on a stage. She makes choices. <laughs> I haven't been on a stage probably since 2019. I need it. It doesn't show. Um, you know, truly, uh, Melinda and Aaron, thank you so much thank for your you generosity. So much. And thanks really, for thank the you. other people so who touching. also have donated, but not enough to have us shout, to you shout out. out. But we really appreciate every single patron. Every dollar matters. Yes. You never disappoint Alaska. <laughs> Which indigenous Arkansas. people would say is its own country. <laughs> We're all thinking of country there. Yeah. <laughs> I, was, I mean, unfortunately, I was trying to think of Asian countries. Uh, yeah. Yeah. There's um, Asia. That's yeah. Really. Uh, Did we say Australia? Yes. Yes. You said Australia. Oh. This is so stupid. I think we got them. I think we got them. I think we got them. I think we got every single really one. Really ridiculous. Armenia. We said I, seven. Oh, you said Armenia? Yeah. Thank God, because I would be in trouble. Yeah. Your fake friend. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Does Tumi know I think she's fake and does she listen I don't to the know. podcast? I know. She does listen. <laughs> Do we say Antigua? That's a city in Guatemala. Oh, um, Antigua and Barbuda. Yeah, that's one. Okay. Oh, oh. Good job. Thanks. I feel like there might be one more in Africa we're forgetting, but we got Angola. I at one point knew Algeria. But... Oh, isn't there also Algiers? No, yeah. that's, the, that's the capital. That's the capital of oh. Algeria. We should start a geography podcast. We should. We're <laughs> so interesting. We're just going to, every episode we name it. different countries that start with that letter. We just sing the Animaniacs every This week's <laughs> episode, X. Thank you for tuning in. <laughs> this has been good. time to do some bleak surge oh you know what let's play a phone call first i love phone calls this one let me pull it up i didn't download it because i'm busy i got a baby <laughs> i don't have time to go crazy okay oh we got a new wait we just got a phone call three hours ago we're what? gonna we're gonna play this one blind, Ooh, blind. we're playing it blind okay she's it. from my home country i'm reading the okay wait, my home country, country. <laughs> so are we do you have something to tell so us so are we <laughs> 
Kate's like, I'm a runaway from Sweden. <laughs> okay, uh, I haven't screened this. This could be all expletives. I we'll find it. out. Here we go. Hey, this is Emily from Lancaster, Pennsylvania. And what? my story is about how I was bleeding while working at a grocery store uh, where I currently work. And I was stocking the meat and, like, transporting meat boxes that sometimes leak bloody juices. <laughs> And my male coworker came up behind me and said, uh, Em, it looks like you're leaking there. <laughs> Just like pause in my head was like, what? <laughs> I just thought my period was leaking out my pants, but it was the chicken juices out of oh, the box. Oh my God. So, um, <laughs> that's my period story. And I love listening to your show. And it brings me a lot of joy because um, I just love hearing you laugh. Thank you for your show. (laughs) That's a laugh. Oh, my God. Emily. Emily. First of all, time out. Lancaster, Pennsylvania is where I was born, Emily. It's home country. It's my home country. Do I know you? Like, are we friends? I don't know. She calls me. She's friends. Do our moms know each other? How do we know? Anyway. Um. Great to hear from uh, a fellow Lancastrian, um, chicken juices. That's what we're calling it. What would you rather have? I love chicken juice. Period blood or chicken juice? Yeah, right. Honestly, as a vegetarian who's considering adding chicken back into my (laughs) diet, that makes my stomach churn. (laughs) (laughs) Like, what? But, oh, God, I just, that is, that is a key moment that could be in uh an indie movie Ooh. you know okay. just Set like the scene. emily walking down the aisle interior interior <laughs> actually okay first interior small bathroom emily's unwrapping a period product cut to work emily is wheeling meat boxes down the a- oh. aisle Mike, her coworker, is walking behind her a little too close. Mike says, "No, no, now Mike's, Mike's a creep." Yeah, I Mike's Mike a creep. Was, well, because I was waiting for I that was too. invested. But that's the roller coaster wow. we ride as okay. bleeders. We we have been jaded about men, so we don't trust Mike. By the end <laughs> yes. of the film, we realize he's actually a good guy. He's a good guy. Maybe there's another scene later on in the movie where she leaks. But it's menstruation, and he's like, "Looks like you're leaking there." And then and then they fall in love. Wow. <laughs> and what's the name of this film? It's called Chicken Juice. Clean Up in Aisle Seven. Oh, I like that better. And then what colon the chicken juice saga. <laughs> what about Clean Up in Aisle Eleven? Ooh. Wow. How about Clean Up on Aisle Six Nine Six Nine? Okay. <laughs> That's the porn version. That's it. Where That's do, where one. do you go that has six thousand aisles? <laughs> 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 How big is this Target Superstore? It's just uh, the manager is a stoner, so one aisle's 420, <laughs> one aisle's 6'9, the next aisle's 6969. <laughs> Thank you, Emily, for calling. Thank you, Great Emily. call. I hope that you continue to like our laughs, even when we're a little frazzled like we are today. <laughs> um, Let's do one more because this one will segue nicely into Meg's bleed search. Meg Case's bleed search. Love it. Here we go. Hey, Vicious Cycle. Um, this is Olivia calling from Minnesota. I just, what's up, Meg Case? Home country. I just wanted to share with you a fun little story. Um, so I got vaccinated 
about a month ago, but I still got COVID. Yay! So this is kind of a why I cried, read my labias. Um, just fun little story. I'm sitting here having a piece of chocolate cake, bleeding profusely because I'm also on my period, COVID positive. But you guys are getting me through. I'm just binging um, old episodes of the podcast. And uh, so I cried because I had COVID. Read my labias. Hey, vaccines work. <laughs> I don't know why mine didn't work, but I guess I'm going to have double antibodies. So that's a plus. Anyways, love your podcast. So excited for season five. And be rest assured that I'm keeping calm and bleeding literally everywhere. Love you guys. Oh, Olivia. Olivia. I wrap you in a Minnesotan hug. Um, also, That's a good one. It's a lot of body mass. Yes. <laughs> it keeps very warm. It smells like jello. <laughs> like hot dish or casserole depending <laughs> on where you're from um but also that's the second person i know in minnesota who's vaccinated and my poor friend um who's a nurse got covid and after being vaccinated and like actually got it pretty bad oh what no. yeah so like it's it's still worth it to take precautions like keep, we should all keep washing our hands and you know <sighs> but your friend's okay eyes. yeah but it's been a long haul for her oh, Damn it. it seems really tough and you get your period on top of yeah, it. Are you kidding Bullshit. me? Bullshit. Olivia, stay strong. And thank you so much for liking us. Yeah, <laughs> thank we're you, Olivia. glad you found some comfort in our old episodes. Do yeah. they hold up? Let us know. They <laughs> do. Yeah, I, I've been listening. I'm like, we were so funny. <laughs> I Whenever I think about like our early episodes, I just think of ourselves in your teeny, tiny little apartment. Yes. <laughs> in Hayes. my bunker. Yeah. <laughs> just tiny table. Sharing two mics between three voices. Yeah. Oh my God. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. So cute. No, it was, it's good, you guys. Yeah. The early episodes actually really hold up. Cool. I'm impressed that we were so on top of it. Good job, Even from us. the beginning. You like good started job. off pretty professional. And yeah. I yeah. think we've really lacked. We did. Yeah. <laughs> we did. We're, we're on the upswing again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, should we do some on the bleedia now? Yes. Maggie, yeah. Why don't so, we start with you? Olivia, this is great information for you because not only do I have information on how the vaccine may or may not affect your period, but I also found a um, research on how COVID affects your period. Ooh. Oh, getting COVID. Yes. Not the vaccine. Yes. Ooh. Wow. I hadn't even thought about that. I know. I had Guys, I feel like I, I truly am living in like a bubble, like a privileged bubble where I don't get my period. So I'm not even thinking about like anything related to <laughs> great. periods. It's been great. <laughs> um, God, a periodless bubble. Also, I... We, y'all haven't heard this episode, but we interview some really fun sisters who are like very pro period. And so I'm always like, oh yeah, there are people that like their period. You guys are also welcome. I'm trying to feel more um, happy about it. It's hard. It's tough because yours came back with a vengeance. Yeah. yeah. But also, not only is it the summer sol- solstice. Oh yeah, my happy solstice today. Happy solstice. Happy I mean, I guess summer. that doesn't work in this episode, but happy cool. summer, everyone. Well, it will still be summer, I hope. Happy summer. Unless <laughs> shit goes <laughs> down. Really sideways. <laughs> um, but it's like, it's my birthday coming up and I'm on my period. And I feel like maybe it's a new moon. So I'm like, mm. apparently very intuitive. So I'm planning yes. on doing a lot of like meditating and like, I don't know, tarot, Absorbing. tarot something yeah. yes. this week. Do it. Um, because that is a positive that we tend to just ignore. Yeah. yeah. Well, the Megs are going to Palm Springs without me. 
because I so sorry. have other plans. But, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I had better things to do. No, but uh, y'all should like definitely get in touch with your like woo woo. Yes. Yeah. It's I mean, or just drink and jump sure. in the pool. You know, but like periods are a drag, but it's also good to remember. It's always good to question what misogyny has told us. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, it's like, well, did our ancestors hate their period or was it actually a, a really sacred yeah. time where you didn't do anything and you just focused on you? I don't know. I don't know. Something to think about. It is something to think about. It's good to flip the script sometimes is what I'm saying. Anyway, here's some shitty information about periods. Um, <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I'm going to talk to you guys about some awesome lady doctors that uh, were interviewed about this, which thank God if I saw a male name I was gonna flip my shit <laughs> um which is maybe bigoted but I don't really care because <laughs> some of the there was like one doctor that was like I don't really believe this and I'm like Loki fuck you but also you're a woman so I do have some respect <laughs> <laughs> um okay so the articles that I read were um an article from Women's Health Yahoo UK BBC and our beloved Healthline love Healthline uh, so let's think about some side effects that were very commonly known about the vaccine. Blood clots come to mind. Fever. No, wait, of the vaccine? Of the vaccine. Of, okay. the vaccine. Uh, like redness on the arm. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Sore lymph, arm. Lymph nodes. Oh, yeah. Swollen lymph nodes. I did have that. Fatigue. Fatigue. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, on the list was not worsened menstrual cramps. Right. I didn't see that anywhere. I only heard it anecdotally. Mm-hmm. After the fact. But like leading up. Right. No one warned you of it. For right. sure, no. So um, a lot of anecdotal evidence is showing that people are reporting heavy periods, painful periods, light periods, mm. late periods, early periods. Basically mm. just changes overall. So Dr. Kate Clancy um, tweeted, and I think this went like semi-viral. She said, a colleague told me she has heard from others that their periods were heavy post-vax. I'm curious whether other menstruators have noticed changes too. Um, I'm a week and a half out from dose one of Moderna, got my period maybe a day or so early, and I'm gushing like I'm in my 20s again. She said, I'm on day three of my period and I'm still swapping out extra long overnight pads a few times a day. Wow. Wow. Typical for me at this time is maybe one or two regular pads. Um... Extra absorbent, always infinity ones for the whole day. I'm on day three of my period. Oh, I just read that. Does this have to do with the way the vax response is mounting a broader inflammatory response, possibly more so because of the lipid nanoparticle or MRNA mechanism? Either way, I am fascinated. Inflammation plus tissue remodeling equals extra Bleedy pants. <laughs> so that was Wait, Dr. So Kate's. Is that true? Tweet. Do we pronounce mRNA as Myrna? I don't know, but ah. I've heard about it a lot. Okay. I kept hearing. I think I've heard Myrna. I have only read it, but right. I know because that's because Pfizer and Moderna are the Myrna or mRNA vaccines and Johnson and Johnson is the like oh fascinating yeah I didn't realize that and I and so I wonder mm. if that's interesting if that's there's a difference really in periods yeah. from yeah depending and on in what response you got. to the J&J vaccine yeah so Dr. Clancy and Dr. Catherine Lee actually created a survey that I believe is still open that um menstruators can take if they've had 
um, a reaction. And if it is open, this is me telling myself to put it on social media. Okay, <laughs> so why, you might be asking, why the fuck would yeah. yes. God create us this way? <laughs> <laughs> would male cis God create us this way? The womb lining is part of the immune system. Mm. In fact, there are immune cells in almost every part of the body. Immune cells play a role in building up, maintaining, and breaking down the lining of the uterus, which thickens to prepare for a pregnancy, then sheds in the form of a period if the egg is not fertilized. After vaccination, lots of chemical signals, which have the potential to affect immune cells, are circulating around the body. This could cause the womb lining to shed and lead to splatting or earlier periods. Mm. And that is Dr. Male, M-A-L-E, who is a woman, Dr. Victoria Male. <laughs> she is um, a reproductive immunologist at Imperial College in London. She also said, which is very concerning and actually to me is the biggest um, example of why this does seem to be true, that it's causing changes. Victoria Male said some postmenopausal women and people taking hormones which stop their periods have reported bleeding. Mm. Wow. So she's inclined to suspect that there is a reaction. Um, and doctors Clancy and Lee said a number of trans men and postmenopausal women got in touch with them about having experienced bleeding after their period. This is so interesting. This is so similar to what I'm going to be talking about. Ooh. Fascinating. Um, let's see. While these changes shouldn't be of concern, Dr. Mayle um, and others emphasize the need for studies in the effect of the vaccine on periods so people know what to expect. Um, also, she said there's an issue about how often women's health and reproductive health is ignored. She said, um, and actually this next one's coming from Dr. Jen Gunter, who wrote the Vagina Bible, who some people may have heard of. Yeah, um, love her. She said, imagine if you didn't know that fever could be a vaccine side effect and how fucking freaked out you would be. Yeah. Like, remember how freaked out people were when they got swollen lymph nodes? Yeah. Yes. I mean, people's um, mammograms came back irregular because mm. of that, oh. because they didn't know that that was a common side effect. So it's like, this matters. Yeah. It's important to know what yeah. could happen going into a vaccine, especially a vaccine that's so highly politicized. Right. Mm -hmm. And has people scared to even get it in the first place. Um, so Dr. Gunter said, you might be concerned that something untoward was happening to your body when all you were experiencing was a typical post-vaccine fever, right? This is the fever example. Mm. That is exactly the same with menstrual irregularities. Equally for trans men and postmenopausal women, bleeding can be a side of cancer. Ugh. So it's oh. important for people to know whether or not it's a harmless side effect. Right. And that's actually, that was Dr. Lee that explained that. Um, also, did you guys know in order to become pregnant, the immune system has to suppress itself in order to allow an embryo to implant? Whoa. What, like, what does that mean? I don't totally know, but suppressing your immune system. So your body does it? Like your body's like, okay, we're now susceptible to like some viruses? I don't know. Or maybe your immune system then transitions its energy to like oh. building an embryo. Maybe, yeah. Interesting. Mm -hmm. My friend. I would like to know more about that because I was like, say what? I don't yeah. think I knew that. When my friend was pregnant, uh, like once she got past the first trimester, 
she was like, yeah, I'm finally feeling normal again because um, my body stopped treating this embryo like a parasite. Oh, right. I think yeah, that's, yeah. we have heard that. Yeah. Dr. Kate, we need help. But it's <laughs> we can't remember anything. Very fascinating. <laughs> I was like, say what? So now I'm going to talk about do- talk about Dr. Margaret Polinetsky. Mm. Polinetsky. Margaret. Dr. Margaret. <laughs> um, so Dr. Margaret was a little less uh, convinced that this had to do with the vaccine. Okay. But I also think she gave some really good things to consider. And also a lot of the doctors that were talking, I think, are really concerned about scaring people away. Right. right. Here's the They're thing. It's like really it's, concerned. It's like this is I don't want people to think we're anti-vax at yeah, all. No. Right. It's, we're pro give us the facts we're pro information. about periods. Yeah. Like consider the menstruators. Yes. Exactly. Exactly. Yes. So I think she was very much like, do not like think that this is even an inkling of a reason Mm -hmm. to not doing anything. And actually there was an article I read, I think it was the times of India and they were like reassuring people. You don't need to, you know, cancel your appointment. If you're on your period, like it's not going to affect your period if you're on it or if you're off it like Mm. that, that doesn't seem to matter. Mm. So this is more for our international listeners, but like if you have an appointment, get the vaccine. Yeah. Period. Um, So Dr. Margaret says the data that's out there that she has seen is anecdotal and none of it is controlling for women who have not gotten that vaccine, which is true, right? We don't know how much um, like legit research has happened when there's Mm -hmm. a control group. Right, right, right. Um, Also, it's good to note that it didn't seem like anything came out of the trial, right? You would you would think that you would see some of this Mm. stuff in the trial. Yeah. But also if they weren't looking for it. If right. they weren't like asking those follow-up yeah, questions. exactly. Right, then menstruators would have to self-report. Um, yeah, Dr. Margaret, um, she's a gynecologist at Cornell Medicine in New York. Uh, she says there are very Heard few conclusions that. that we can make based on self-reports other than to say it's something we should look into more closely. Um, and unfortunately, there's no hard data and no info from the clinical trials. She, Dr. Gunter, reached out to Pfizer to see if they tracked data for the vaccine and didn't hear back. So I'm thinking they didn't. No. Yeah. <laughs> um, but she did look into whether there was tracking done during the HPV vaccine um, or rubella. And HPV vaccine, they didn't show any any um, data looking into menstruation. Wow. So I, to me, it's like oh. there's a, a huge lack of that. Oh, even so they didn't considered. even. Yeah, they didn't even consider yeah. it. Wow. Oh. However, um, she found a 1987 rubella vaccine study showing that side effects of the rubella vaccine vaccine were higher during the second half of your menstrual cycle. Okay. So like post ovulation. Yeah. Jen Gunter also speculated that um, because older people and people with health conditions got the vaccine first, that they may be a group that oh. automatically has irregular periods. Or, so do, or they, doesn't get them. Right. Yeah. So they were maybe like the first loudest group that was like, what the hell is going on? Mm. I see. Interesting. Um, yeah. She also says we need to be careful presuming cause and effect. This is sorry. This is back to Dr. P. Dr. <laughs> Polanski. Um she said, you know, we have to be careful presuming cause and effect because it's super common to have a change in your period, yeah. mm-hmm. which is true. And also like stress, 
we're right. all very stressed right now. Mm-hmm. That's a huge indicator. It was stressful time. And it was stressful. Like getting the vaccine was stressful. Mm-hmm. Right. You're like, don't be late to the appointment. Uh, don't be late for your second shot if you... Don't get a blood clot. Right. Yeah. Don't exactly. die. Right. And she made a really good point that typically you only hear from people that are like having a major reaction. Right. Like, I, I don't think any of us had a major reaction. No. Yeah. Um, so that's also good to think. So Dr. Polineski personally doubts it because she feels like there would have been it would have been noted in the trial um but she also says there's a possibility that experts were not paying attention to periods up until this moment she said there's an ongoing appropriate criticism that science tends to ignore the fact that there's half the population who have a menstrual cycle that could be impacted Mm. which i think we also have evidence to show Right. If people yeah. aren't even getting back to Dr. Gunter to be like, yes, here it is. We asked it on this questionnaire. Yeah. Like They're it may like, have been nowhere. Do, 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 do. And if it's an open ended question, like let us know if something else weird comes up. Maybe people would note it. Yeah. But again, like we're not trained to even notice. Yeah. I'm yeah. telling you before I did this podcast, I it was not something I thought about often. No. If yeah. ever. Yeah. People right. ask me what my period was like in like you guys asked me, like, what was your period like before we started this podcast? I'm like, I don't remember. I don't know. Yeah. It was there. It yeah. happened. It was present. Yeah. I truly don't remember. Yeah. Um so I'm gonna read an, another couple of anecdotes from Yahoo UK, just because I think it's important to hear people's personal anecdotal evidence. Yeah. Cause I think it it gets dismissed a lot and um it's important because I feel like science probably follows that. Like if a bunch of citizens are like, we're noticing something, then I think science usually steps in and is like, yeah. we'll check it out. So we're going to hear from Angerod Planels, 30, 34 from Cheltenham. Um, also an interesting thing, a lot of the U.S. articles I found for, were from a month ago, but you'll actually find there are a lot of articles that are more recent because the UK is now going through what we went through a month ago. Nice. So there's a lot of UK publications that are writing pretty much the same thing. Interesting. Like, uh, which is also an indication that like, unless the, the menstruators heard that it was an issue in the US, yeah. they're also noticing it, right. which is very fascinating. And in India, because I read an article oh. from an Indian publication. Okay, so Angarad says, her period was 11 days late after her second... AstraZeneca dose. My whole life, I've been pretty regular and my, I track my period on an app, she said. When it did start, it was one of, if not the most painful period I've mm. ever had to the point where I felt nauseous. Wow. Um, she's reported it to who she needed to and um, she said the after effect wasn't severe enough to like not get the booster um, and she herself has lost loved ones to coronavirus. So she's, you know, absolutely going to continue to get vaccinated Mm -hmm. but she believes information on the side effects need to be made more public katie khan 39 from london similarly found her menstrual cycle became irregular after her dose it lasted over a week and was much much heavier like menstrual flooding and Mm -hmm. much much more painful Mm -hmm. um she will also be doing the second dose but she just wants information on whether the reaction is normal it's also is it uh maybe you said this before and i didn't clock it but interesting that it was the first dose that they noticed changes because we were all prepped for a second that's true dose, i should look back know? yeah 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 that's a good point kind of interesting because i think when we brought this up i looked back at my tracker for the one after mm-hmm. the, second the second dose, dose. yeah that's a good point hmm. Meg. Hmm. something to think about 
Um, so this is for all of our menstruators that have yet to get vaccinated or are in the middle of vaccinated. So what should you do? If your period is slightly off, don't panic, but talk to your doctor if you are pregnant and experiencing abnormal bleeding, hemorrhaging, or experience very, very heavy blood, or your most postmenopausal and bleeding. For everyone else, if it persists, if the irregularities persist, persist after one cycle, then you can check in with your doctor. Um, yeah, so there's a lot of concern that women are going to just not get the vaccine yeah, but like please get, please get vaccinated get vaccinated yeah you don't need to do anything different it's just information yeah. that yeah. we're giving you um so now i'm going to talk about the 2021 study about covid affecting your period yeah okay so interesting so this is a very small study um i think it studied 177 people so changes in menstrual volume were found in 45 out of those folks, which is 25%. Out of these 25 people, 36 experienced a lighter period, significantly lighter, and nine had significantly heavier periods. People with severe COVID were more likely to have a menstrual cycle that was longer than 37 days, which I'm assuming what? is I'm oh, assuming cycle. is the, the entire cycle. cycle. Yeah, yeah. So that would mean it came late. Um, researchers found that 34% of people with severe illness had longer cycles compared to 19% of people with mild illness. When comparing um, menstrual cycle length when people had COVID versus their normal cycle, 28% had changes in their cycle. Most experienced a longer than normal cycle during their illness, although some had shorter. Um, and there was no difference in hormone levels, so progesterone, estrogen, follicle-stimulating hormones, no, no difference between people with and without COVID. Mm. So in summation, some people may experience temporary changes in menstrual volume during COVID or due to COVID. The most commonly observed changes were actually lighter than normal periods. Mm. And your levels of sex hormones don't change. And most people return to normal in one to two months after having COVID nineteen. That seems normal because if it's like a again an illness, like right, like I I I don't I can't remember ever having like the flu or fever and noticing a change in period. But I'm sure again yeah. I wasn't looking for it. But I can only imagine that you're stressed, you're sick, you're worried, you're not eating, you're not hydrating, you're not healthy. Like something's going on. Yeah, with that. It just I just remembered. So I had a flight to Germany. At the beginning of 2020, COVID was a thing and it like started hitting Germany when we were there and then we flew back and on the flight back, I had like straight up like flu-like symptoms. Oh. I had a oh. fever that broke on the plane. I was like sneezing and coughing. It didn't sound like COVID because it was a very wet, very wet cough. Um, but but it was a very strange co uh, flu and I think that's kind of common when you go to a different country. It's mm -hmm. like you're going to catch a weird bug that you're not immune to. Um, but uh, I came back and kind of recuperated. But I also had I was switching doctors. So that's when I saw my gyno for the first time. And that's when we did all these like, let's check your hormones. Let's check all your stuff. And um, we did a test to see uh, to like see my progesterone levels to confirm I had ovulated. And at that point I hadn't. And so we were like, oh, that's interesting. Maybe like I've got, you know, weird levels or something, but I'd just been like so sick. And then like my, my cycle got totally normal after that. 
So anywho. So it's interesting you say maybe that. Maybe you had COVID is what you're trying to I say. I mean, no. Maybe I had COVID. No, so the physical stress of having a cold or flu can change your period. Even uh-huh. not during the pandemic. So, which I did not know. Yeah, we never think to think of it. Yeah. And my other question is, because Meg, you may have said this on the pod or you may have said this because we talk about periods outside of the pod too i'm so sorry listeners we should save it for the pod but um at one point you said something about how when your period is late it's not it's because you yes. ovulated late it's because you were stressed during ovulation yeah yeah and if so stress is a factor it's it's because of ovulation not during your period so that's pretty interesting to me yeah. that like this this might not like when it we say it affects our period it like affects our cycle yes. and yes. probably right. our right. ovulation. It delays the period. Yes. Yeah. Mm. Right. The bleed. Yeah. Also, I love how they drop this stuff in like we know it. Like in this article, it was like, remember how like it, your flu can affect peak. your cycle. I'm like, what? No, I don't remember that because no one ever told Talk me. Talk to me like I don't know what the flu you is. You guys know, right? I'm like, <laughs> no, we don't. That's crazy. Well, listeners, if anyone out there has had a flu has had COVID had the COVID vaccine and it affected your period. Please tell us we're all ears. We are all ears. Cause Uh, you don't, you don't remember anything weird with your period post vaccine. No, but I should look after the first, the first. Yeah. I was paying attention because my uh, friend and a, uh, not a listener, a, a listener and a cis man. Um, But he's the best listener. But you know, a listener in spirit. Listener. Um, Anyone who listens is a listener. Okay. I mean, I'm sure he bleeds, you know, we all. If you cut him. <laughs> Anyways, so Charles, he sent um, an article, on, uh, you know, how maybe vaccines affect your menstruation. And I was like, mm. well, that's funny because I just got jabbed. And so uh, so I was like keeping my eye right. on it. Um, but I didn't really hmm. notice anything different about mine. I know I'm trying to look up what maybe I'll look it up. when I got mine it delayed mine from coming back for months. Ooh, which I maybe. appreciate. Fingers <laughs> crossed. Well, thanks Mayhay for yeah. that. You're welcome. Info. Very interesting. Um, let's see. Oh, also, there's no issues with infertility or miscarriage. I think that was like a false yeah, misinformation that was going around. You don't have to worry about that. That's good. And there was some. There was some information floating around on a vac- the Vaccine Alliance website that the HPV vaccine and flu vaccine can cause effects on your menstrual cycle, but it's very brief. So that's interesting. Yeah. Okay. I def- it's definitely going to make me like pay, pay attention, attention now yeah. um, when I'm getting other vaccinations. Cool. And that's really it. Ju- I don't know if I've shared this on the pod yet, but I got the J&J shot. I got it the week that mm-hmm. then the news came out that like they were recalling it because maybe it caused blood clots, but not in any way the same amount that birth control does. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, I now know a few people whose like available vaccine is J&J and they've like put it off because they're kind of scared. So I would just say because I freaked out for a second because I'm I have um, migraines. So I'm like at higher risk for uh, like stroke and like blood aneurysms um so but i think you you will have enough warning signs to take care of it like if you have a bad headache go to your doctor 
but the chance is so slim. So just get vaccinated, please. If you take birth control without fear, get the vaccine because yeah. it's it's a higher and it's not it, it's not like and then you die. Like you'll know if you have a bad headache. You're like go to the doctor. Right, they can yeah. resolve it. Yeah. Yes. So we just heard about the effects of vaccines on periods now we're going to hear about something else that was going on in 2020 um a lot of uh, tear gas deployed on protesters yeah. during you protests don't say. so and how people are now saying that uh the tear gas has affected their menstrual cycles mm. um so i was sent this by a couple folks um Basically, as y'all remember, 2020 was a year of a lot of racial unrest and a lot of protests around the country, rightly so, for the murder of George Floyd and many other folks. Um, and because our country is so exceptional, yeah. our law enforcement deploys tear gas on its own people in this many is places. Like, which is like warfare. Yeah. yeah. Um, one weapons. thing I didn't know is that uh, tear gas has been banned in international war. Um oh. Wait, what's the actual wording here? Uh, tear gas has been banned in war, but it is legal for law enforcement purposes. Like, the, but only in the, is it only in the states? Like, no, it's other places too. Um, people, I mean, there's like a, a moral argument over whether people should use it on their own people, which the answer is no. Right, you no. shouldn't use it on your own Anyone, people. people yeah. um, and a peaceful and a protest. peaceful protest. But that's the world we live in. So I'll get to other places, but. Um, so basically, this has started out of Portland because Portland, Oregon was the scene of a lot of unrest. Um, mm-hmm. You know, the federal like border agents were sent to Portland to disrupt and and uh, and and protests. So the Customs and Border Protection, Border Patrol, they were there and they deployed tear gas. And since then, a lot of protesters have said that it has really fucked up their their cycles. Wow. Um, you have trans men saying that they're getting their periods back. Oh. Um Periods that lasted for weeks, unusual spotting. Um, one preschool teacher told OPB, which is Oregon Public Broadcasting, that if she inhaled a significant amount of gas at night, she'd get her period the next morning. Remember, what? people were out there, like power to all these protesters that were out there. Because after this, then also um, there was a group of moms that showed up to protest. Um, Some yeah. pregnant. White, white white women, white moms. Um, and I remember seeing a lot of headlines being like, if you are pregnant, do not yeah, go in person to these right. protests because of because of the effects of tear, of gas. tear gas. So um, other people said they reported debilitating cramps, blood clots. Um, yeah, just a lot of a lot of uh, really harrowing stories about periods. Um, so one scientist whose name I don't have, but let me find her. Okay, because um, we can make it up too if you want. Yeah, pick. Uh, I mean, <laughs> no, the, Doctor Regina Falange, Geneva. <laughs> Von Schnitzelbone. Okay. It's close. Uh, her name is yes. Britta Torgrimson O'Hario. Oh! Could, I mean, there's no way we could have beat that. I mean, Torgrimson, we could have gotten there. I think. Wow. Torgrimson. We Everybody Tor- sounds on brand. That reminds me of the Torgelsons. You remember that show? No. Not at all. Great. Show. Okay. So, uh, Dr. Torgrimson O'Haria. We're going to call yep. her Dr. Britta. Great. She surveyed around 2,200 adults who said they hadn't been exposed to tear gas in Portland last summer. And she published a study recently um, that about 900 of them, more than 54% of the respondents, Whoa. said they had experienced abnormal menstrual cycles. Wow. So she also admits, same with Meg, like people that are experiencing these symptoms are going to be the loudest and going to be the, yeah, right. you know, and so maybe that skews the data a little bit. 
And quite frankly, the stress of these situations. You're yes. out protesting. You're out late at night. You're dehydrated. You are Super encountering scary. your own federal agents yeah. harming you. Treating That's going like to be and stealing people in the night in cars. Yes. Yeah. Um, so, you know, we already know that tear gas has an acute and painful effect on lungs, eyes, and skin. But of course, what do you know? The research about tear gas on other systems, including our reproductive systems, is limited. Yeah. Um, and uh, most of the research that we do know about tear gas um, that, that, that police agencies and the government uses to inform their use of tear gas is research that was done on like healthy men 50 to 70 years ago. Uh-huh. Or no, sorry. Uh, yeah, yeah. The, the research is, is 50 to 70 years old, doesn't measure up to modern life, and these studies were conducted in healthy men at the time, yeah. you know, men that were in law enforcement. Um, and it was not conducted usually on people that menstruate or general civilian population. So the, no one really knows what tear gas does to you other than, like, burn your skin and eyes. Yeah. Um, so other places where there have been reports of tear gas affecting reproductive systems um, in the Arab Spring protests, and then that was 2011, oh, wow. I think. 2010. Yeah, yeah, 2011, yeah. 2010. Yeah. According to Scientific American, after tear gas was used during those protests, miscarriages, miscarriage rates went up. Uh, wow. Um, in Jesus Christ. There's been um, some uh, questions raised about in France recently. Remember the yellow vest protest? That was people that were protesting. Um, oh, yeah. The that cut, was recent. Cut to social services. Yeah. There was some oh, yeah. wonder if uh, tear gas was affecting menstrual cycles there. I also wow. just want to say, like, this is America. Tear gas legal. Abortions, absolutely not. Yeah. 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 What or the fuck? Or at least they're fuck? working real hard to make them not. Yeah. yeah. Trans kids can't play sports or get medicine. But, but we yeah. can shoot shoot stuff that causes miscarriage. Yeah. In Palestine, um, there was... Uh, so the Israeli forces have used tear gas on Palestinian okay. people that are in the occupied territories. Um, and there are some studies that suggest that miscarriages went up there. Um uh, whenever there's been communities hit by tear gas. Um, some women said that they noticed a lack of movement in their uteruses from when they were pregnant after exposure to tear gas. Um, I think in Bahrain, 40 babies were stillborn in the 80s oh, after some God. tear gas situation. And in Chile, recently, the interior minister there announced that the country's police would stop using tear gas because a study at the University of Chile showed that... Uh, a certain kind of tear gas may cause miscarriages and harm young children. So um, all that to say that like no one really knows, but it's kind of like you can kind of connect the dots. Yeah. One scientist like, says that this, the certain tear gas that it's used, it's called CS. It's a chlorinated chemical or whatever. Uh, when burned in canisters and exposed exposure to these burned chlorinated chemicals can affect menstrual health. Like there's not, there's yeah. no reason to suspect that it wouldn't. Right. Um, so, and it seems yeah. like there's wow. absolutely enough anecdotal evidence to like, I mean, I don't know how you reason. To merit you, a study. Right. Yeah. Well, you can't, but that's the thing they say, like, right. it's unethical to do a yes. study like that. Okay. You're pregnant. You're not. We're going to spray Let's you with happens. tear gas. Right. Or of course. You, of course. You're, you're both pregnant. I'm only going to spray you with tear gas. And like, yeah. you, it's the same okay. with like fetal alcohol syndrome. No yes. one really knows what, at what alcohol is too much alcohol because no one yeah. wants to do that study so right. 
Yeah, I mean, but I think if this were like, you know, ripping off men's boners, we Jesus. would have an immediate right. like I'm like data for it. Has anyone gone to Congress to like present this? I don't think so. Wow. Not in the States. It could be us. I mean, Chile banned it. I think it's been raised. Good for Chile. In, well, I think then they brought it back, maybe. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, they're like, ah, it not it works as well. It disperses protests pretty well. <laughs> Did you um, see that I think Scotland voted to st- they wanted to stop sending us tear gas because we were using it so unethically. Good. Oh, wow. I mean, or maybe it was rubber bullets, but yeah, I think they they are the provider of some of those things, Jeez. and they were like, "Yeah, we don't trust." We thought this, this was and for they- a goof, but since it's not, we're taking it back. <laughs> we don't trust this in Irish the hands though. of yeah. terrorists. Yeah, yeah. meaning Ugh. our own white Americans. Police. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, so that's interesting. So, listeners, wow. if anyone out there has attended a protest and um, was tear gas or exposed to tear gas, let us know. Um, would yeah. love to know if that has affected your menstrual 54% cycle. 54% is a lot. I feel like in my study, you know, it was a very small study, yeah. but 28%, you could see 28% of the population having an irregular period. Right. And, and a lot 54% of 54% right. is a lot. And a lot of, you have to think too, like in a lot of these, like for instance, our country, like it was a very stressful moment so in our history stressful. and the same thing yeah. with like gaza and yes. and other like the arab spring like right. there's a lot else going on right that may like truly your life is at stake in a lot of these protests um and so it's it's you know it's a lot but i don't yeah. think that there should be data on tear gas yeah. and right. so people are trying to work on it now and figure it out but yeah there's not much you can do other than just like did you anecdotal did you yeah did you survey yeah. is kind yeah. of like what these doctors exactly. did um yeah, I mean, we have just as much of a reason to present to Congress, like, maybe do let citizens protest because the stress of sending cops in is so magnificent, it can cause irregular periods or miscarriage. Like, even if it was just stress, yeah, you're yeah. negatively impacting citizens. Yeah. Yes. I, yeah, I will say with, with this inf- data being in the news... It's nice just to like get our moment. Yeah. It's nice yeah. to have people talk. Right about it. And, and like acknowledge that we're like, hey, actually, I'm kind of an expert. I've been doing this since I was 11 and this is yeah. significantly irregular. Yes. Or like postmenopausal women getting their beard. What the fuck? That's got to be. It's just nice. Alarming. To have people be like, oh, this is a thing that actually is happening all the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because uh, most of the time yeah. we just suffer in silence. Or you just talk to each other about it. Yeah. And I will also say that I feel like this is a, a great example of how um, progress in one area spills out to other areas. Like, I feel like the, go- the global uprising around Black Lives Matter for sure is positively impacted, like, reproductive rights. Mm-hmm. Like, it's in the air. And it you can that's why an injustice for one is an injustice for all and solidarity is, is so important because i feel like it's just in the air for people to be like oh we're actually going to start paying attention to people that are screaming mm. about shit that's been happening for a while yeah, yeah. um yeah and, and there's got to be some like side of this where people are like okay but like this is women reporting their menstrual cycles like oh, this I'm is sure. like i don't buy it you sure. know yeah and it's but and then what else saying they're gonna collect data like okay what does that mean it's gonna right. be done by the time you collect it but i think it's really easy for people to dismiss yes women or people that menstruate yeah. yes and so i feel true. like it's it's happening less in these and when studies, you have and when you have when you don't know when you have no knowledge of periods to begin with as a as a cis dude 
and then you hear women say, oh, I don't, I'm not getting my period or it's really regular. Like there's no baseline of knowledge right. for, right. for a lot of lawmakers or for a lot of people in power that care. So they're like, well, what? I don't, I don't know. It's Is that how do you bad know that or it's good yeah, or like, yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah. <sighs> a disaster. Do we have another really dark we have on the bleedia. It's like hybrid on the bleedia, more like read my labias. Okay. Um, so, and it's very recent, recently in the news, um, the World Health Organization, or uh, as we affectionately, re- <laughs> good one, affectionately referred to them as who, um, <laughs> released a a draft of their uh, like plan to tackle alcohol consumption across the globe. Um, and, you know, Sure, there. I think it's well known. I hope it's well known that alcohol absolutely has its negative effects on your body. We know um, that alcohol isn't great for us. That's why our doctors grill us every time. How many drinks a week? Yeah. And we always say seven. Yep. <laughs> right. We always say we two always, and it's oh. seven. Do the one below oh. what's actually yeah, on it. Exactly. I say seven. I'm like one a day. <laughs> and, you know, I, I drink once a day. Yeah. Sometimes it's an extended drinking session. Sometimes it's a longer day. <laughs> but or a shorter day. Yeah. But so and I think some of the people coming to the defense of who are saying that this is more geared toward this draft is geared towards um the purveyors of alcohol. Okay, but what they said what they say? Well, so they the thing that people are taking um to task. To task, thank you. Is this little segment. Um, because so much of this is about the children. Won't someone think of the children? So this is an excerpt from the draft. Appropriate attention should be given to prevention of the initiation of drinking among children and adolescents, prevention of drinking among pregnant women and women of childbearing age, Mm-mm. and protection of people from pressures to drink, especially in societies with high levels of alcohol consumption where heavy drinkers are encouraged to drink even more. That's directly towards Ireland, and I take <laughs> offense. Personal offense. Um, but people in particular are like, Prevention of women of childbearing age. So like 12 to 50? Yes. That's so true. Yes, yes. Right. Wait, 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 wait. So I, I glossed over this headline. Mm-hmm. So they're saying people, people of childbearing age and children and da 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 should. And pregnant people. Should, should not drink. Should avoid drink. Is is the reason they said women of childbearing age is because you might not know you're pregnant. So you might harm a child maybe or is it or is this like you're gonna get drunk and then you're gonna sleep around and then it's gonna it's too broad yeah. and it's and, and, they, what, and they why give not a, men why not men so that's like, truly why not men why i f- i loved this article i found also by dr jen gunter oh <gasps> sweet hey. jen um, come on the show i know we like you because also did you see dr jen um uh, listener Laurel sent this to me last year. There was some bullshit product made for teens that was like um, geared towards young people with um, vaginas. That's like Summer's Eve for teens. You know, like oh, I think I remember this. like a do a douche thing. Kind of, yeah. Like you know, all these different f- you know scents that you should use to mask. What and it's like, don't teach teen like 
It, mm-hmm. it, she, mm-hmm. Anywho, Doctor mm-hmm. Doctor Gunter I'm so glad pissed. we did our smells episode. I would yeah. love to do another smells episode. I don't know why, but maybe we we've changed. I, I just I like that it's we've evolved. Maybe we have a different musk. But it, it's so important we, to we, be like I definitely do to be yeah. like your vagina should smell like vagina. Yeah. 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 Period. Yeah. Um. Agreed. Yeah. So Doctor Gunter on um her Substack the Vagenda. Ah, oh, love it. Um wrote a response that says a modest proposal all men of impregnating age should be uh. prevented from drinking <laughs> alcohol to improve oh, yeah. pregnancy outcomes oh my god uh and i'll just read an excerpt from it and there's a picture of guys drinking <laughs> yes yeah just taking shots with each other um okay so so this first one's kind of a doozy but it puts it the point on it Precisely. Intimate partner violence is a serious concern during pregnancy and the postpartum period, which are heightened times for violence. Medical consequences of pregnancy-related intimate partner violence include unplanned pregnancies, medical injury and death, and fetal injury and death. Women who experience intimate partner violence during pregnancy are more likely to have a miscarriage or a premature delivery. In the United States alone, 324,000 pregnant women are abused mm. by an intimate partner each year. Alcohol is a but sec- they should stop drinking. They should stop drinking. The women. Maybe yeah. they said something out of turn, yeah. you know? Um, alcohol is a significant cofactor in intimate partner violence. So as part of whose global strategy to reduce the harmful use of alcohol, appropriate attention should be given to prevention of drinking among men of impregnating age. Dude, it's for real. And then her, her follow up here is so good. I love it. As we can never depend on a man to understand the medical consequences of alcohol, be truthful about his risk of impregnating someone or otherwise keep his sperm to himself. This problem requires the broadest of brushes. Mm. Cause that's like. I mean, because exactly it's geared towards, again, like all child related issues fall on the womb holders, Mm -hmm, you know? mm -hmm. So it's like since you'll be carrying the child, that means that you should avoid alcohol at all costs in case you become pregnant. Um, Let alone like if like there's no caveat of. You know, if you don't do not intend to have children, if you are, you know, on a reliable birth control, like it's just the broadest you know, geared towards cis women who are all capable of being vessels of uh, a fetus, you know, at all times. You and, never know. You never know what a man's going to rape you, ladies. So just don't drink alcohol. Just don't drink. Because you might be pregnant and then you'll get that baby will not be healthy. Well, because like this happens all the time to people that are pregnant. Like, oh, I had a fun weekend and then I found out I was pregnant three yeah. days later. Yeah. And as far as I know, doctors are like, Okay, just it's stop fine. drinking Don't, now. Yeah, right. that's been right now. that's been yeah. the information we have. Yeah, we have as we as a species have survived. I think. I mean, it's it's true everywhere you read it. They're like, there's no way to know how much alcohol is a dangerous level, so just cut it out a hundred percent. And like, it's it's good advice. Like, you should just avoid it while you're pregnant because, you know. But not when you're 12 and you're... I mean, you also might, maybe you don't drink when, when you're 12. You yeah. no, but, right. And when you have no interest in having a child. Yes. Also, people are childless by choice. Oh, my God. Yes. It's so frustrating. Okay, here's a really bad analogy I just came up with. Let's say all cis women, all, menstru- all menstruators, all uterus havers are holding crystal vases mm. that are very delicate. And all the cis men in the world are swinging nunchucks. Are trying to <laughs> match them. And, I love this metaphor. And, and we are told to like not drink alcohol right, because right, we might yeah. drop a vase when it's um, like actually how about the men swinging the fucking weapons in yes. their faces? Who Tell says them to that stop it. Anyone um, who all vase holders should um, be required to have bubble wrap 
um, to wrap around their vases at all times because there are because nunchucks. We can't stop we, the bats from <laughs> because we shan't ever tell the the nunchuck holders right. to stop swinging nunchucks. Yeah. I mean that's so fun. I mean it's just once again we like, shan't because nunchuck <laughs> holders will be nunchuck holders. Yeah, we <laughs> shan't. Oh, He's so only hitting your vase with his nunchuck because he loves you. Yeah, it's a sign of affection. Oh my god! I okay. mean, because it's like We're, that's that's the analogy to end all analogies. It's perfect. Yeah. Okay, it is perfect. That analogy is brought to you by alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> We're kind of a pro booze podcast. This podcast wouldn't pro exist if right. we followed the who guidelines. So, but I mean, what it's like, you know, when it comes to, uh, you know, women and femmes protecting themselves from rape, it's on women. Like mm-hmm. there are all these lists of yeah. like, well, don't have long hair, don't wear your hair in a ponytail, don't, um, don't walk with headphones in. Unattended. Yes, right. And I'm like, talk to to cis dudes. Talk to the people with penises. Yeah. Talk to the nunchucks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, that's uh, talk to the numb nuts. <laughs> with the nunchucks. Oh, my God. Uh, anywho, so that's just kind of a read my labia. Yeah, good. Um, I'm glad you. Situation. I'm glad we talked about that because I didn't know why I was so mad until just now. Yeah. It's so stupid. <laughs> and so, so they didn't give any explanation. I think it's just this like wide brush of we like we should give fetuses every chance you know it's it's kind of pro-lifey too right it's yeah. like um you know you never know when you're gonna have a right. fetus so. so it had to have been created in a room full of cis men like I mean, what about people and on probably birth in a control christian what about pe- country what you about know? queer women yes yeah people that don't sleep with i'm like cis huh men. Yeah. like it makes yes. so little sense right but that person could still be raped meg that person's a good point sure so they and then, should avoid it, and then they're oh. the vessel for a miracle. It's just... I hate everything. Yeah. It makes me really mad. But then some, like Snopes has um, posted about it because some people read this and got angry for a fine, good reason. Um, but then they're like, who wants to ban um, people with uteruses aged 12 to 50 from drinking? And it's like, okay, no, no one's going to like stop you from purchasing alcohol. But like, you know how there are those signs that are like um, at a bar, like drinking while pregnant carries risks. So right, now like right. it, that kind of stuff may become more prevalent uh, if this is adopted, you know, and like oh it might be God. like if you're of childbearing age, like be cautious with, you know. The fuck? But we'll still tear gas you. Right. We'll still tear gas right. you. We may cause a miscarriage for you. But, but that's, that's on us because that's because you were screaming louder. Who will also add like maybe bullshit. just avoid protests. Like maybe don't have opinions. Yeah. If you could avoid having yeah, opinions about your pro- state oh, fuck yeah. and your government yeah. we're gonna go tag all of those signs at bars and just write cis men yeah here are the risks of drinking alcohol uh mm. we could or replace dick easier <laughs> replace alcohol with cis men like best to avoid cis men <laughs> Zing. i mean so two good. of us are married to cis men i mean so we're, we're complicated here <laughs> Oh well, that was a good on the bleeding. Wow. Thank you. Wow. I'm riled up. Was yeah. That, that was a super plus episode. Yeah. In more ways than one. <laughs> um, should we do like a for Patreon only why I cried? Oh, I love. Done. Okay. Um, Sorry, if you're not a Patreon member, you're not going to hear the rest of this. <laughs> you should probably become a Patreon. Do it. It's only five bucks to hear the bonus. 
Um, it's only five bucks, y'all. Yeah. And we really to get all this good stuff. We love you all so much. So even if you can't you can't muster the five bucks um, or the, you know, 60 bucks a year, rating and reviewing is uh, super helpful yeah. and, and um, it's free. Yeah. Yeah. You know, people are in all sorts of different um, financial situations. So yeah. that absolutely helps. That's our episode. We really went to some places. I got angry. Political. Yes. Yeah. Definitely. We always do. Um, So next week we are sitting down with Carla and Sasha from Period Co. um, and talking about reusable period underwear, um, their journey, their great period stories, um, and it's a good time. You definitely want to tune in. and until then, check out our Patreon, patreon.com forward slash Podcast. You can rate and review us on iTunes. You can find us on Instagram, Vicious Cycle Podcast. And throughout this week, I just want to remind you to keep calm. And don't drink alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> and drink everywhere. <laughs> I love that. Great. Our theme song was written by Meg Trowbridge and performed by The Go Ahead. Find them at thegoaheadmusic.com. And our Vicious Cycle logo was created by Katie Newman. Find her at katienewman.online.